Welcome to the Channel Junkies Podcast. Podcast. Where we will discuss all the top tips and strategies to grow a massive real estate YouTube channel that will get you millions of dollars of free leads each and every month. Stop cold calling, door knocking, and paying for leads and watch your business grow 10x with YouTube. We cover everything from starting a channel, optimizing it to be a lead machine, and exactly what videos dominate in ranking so you can get more views, subscribers, and ultimately more home sales. It's drastically changed my life. Here's your industry-leading YouTube realtor, Jackson Wilkie. Jackson Wilkie. Welcome in another Wednesday edition of the live Q&A. Today we're talking 2022 strategies on YouTube for realtors. Hold on, y'all. Here we come. My camera turned off. You podcasters are like, what the heck? There we go. We're back on. <laughs> Can't fix that stuff when you go live. Uh, my camera, I pulled a cord out so you guys couldn't see me. Uh, obviously, we're live, so I had to do a quick fix, but we should be back on. Actually, comment if you guys can see me, hear me, but today... Um, like every single Wednesday, we are answering your questions about content marketing, YouTube for real estate, and everything in between. So it's your time to stack me up with as many questions as you have. I don't care if you're brand new in this or you've shot a thousand videos. You've got to have some kind of questions. And so that's what I want to you know, answer for you guys. And with 13 YouTube channels across the country, 2021 was a crazy year. Um, we had over a hundred, about a hundred and I think forty closed transactions. Pinch myself. No, sorry, that's what I'm at right now. I'm a hundred and sixty closed transactions. Hundred fifty-seven. That's the number since April first. That's when my cap resets at EXP is April. So in eight months, we did about one hundred fifty-seven, and we're gonna do just over two hundred. But it was a hundred and fourteen million in sales. So crazy to think about. And it feels like I've been doing this forever, but really just launching these channels, you know, the first one about two and a half years ago, maybe three, about two and a half to, to know that that much work you can put in in just two years time to, to close uh, over 200 homes is crazy to me. So I love teaching it all. I'm not starting any new YouTube channels anywhere. I'm just teaching you guys exactly how to do this stuff. So that's why I'm here today, Wednesdays, to uh, answer those questions. So you guys stack me up. I got a ton of you out in the audience right now and only one like. So hit that like button so that we get more real estate agents brought in here. And I will be here for as long as you guys need. But also, I will roll. I am busy if I don't get questions. So you guys stack me up and, and I'd love to get going. So this is something that we had a meeting today that maybe some of you guys were in. And we had a, an Instagram in, you know, influencer come in and discuss Instagram stuff. And the only reason... You know, and a lot of people go, Jackson, you're not Instagram, you're not TikTok, you don't like short videos, you don't like repurposing content. Well, there's there's ways that that gets misconstrued sometimes. So people ask me, Jackson, are you doing Instagram? Are you taking all your videos? Are you cutting them into clips? Are you repurposing? Are you using them here? And I say, no. And so some people say, oh, well, Jackson said, don't do that. You don't do it. No, what I mean by that is I got 13 YouTube channels. I love long form content. I don't have any time to repurpose or cut that into anything. And with over 200 home sales in just one year alone last year, I'm doing a pretty good job at YouTube. So I don't need that other stuff. But do I feel like it's advantageous if I only had one channel and I was building my own real estate team? Absolutely. But here's what I love and what I got from her today. As you know, 
we go down the path and I don't want to teach, you know, Instagram here for all questions, but there's so much correlation between successful, you know, people in the real estate industry. And the one thing that I love, because as I listen to a lot of Instagram influencers, TikTok, you know, out there, they're full of sheep. Sorry to say that, but they're all full of crap. And the one thing that I've learned is nobody's really closing deals from that, but she's showing, uh, you know, a lot of closed deals and a lot of other clients closing deals. And the thing that I loved about it, it wasn't this like mega real estate related. And that's what everybody's teaching. You got to document your day. You got to be all real estate. You got to be real estate, real estate, real estate. And this gal today was like, no, you need to be opposite of that. You got to be a hundred percent. You, you have to figure out who you are. If you love dogs, if you love, you know, if you're a mom, that's what you showcase. You have to build that trust. Um, the hashtags need to support that post, not real estate. So if you're being a mom and, and showcasing lifestyle things, then you need to have hashtags that support that, that gets you into these groups of people that like you. And then they inevitably start learning that you do real estate and they reach out. And I was like, oh my gosh, finally someone said it right. Not no, not saying that I know Instagram, but that is exactly how I teach you guys every day on YouTube to be. And I, I just shot some YouTube videos today on like doubling your real estate business and, and, and some stuff like that. And I just hammered on the point that like, if you want to be successful in real estate, grow your business, be good on YouTube, the first thing you do, the very, 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 very first thing you do is you niche. You figure out who you are inside. That's how you can speak your stories. I can sit on this camera and this microphone all day with no questions coming in, and I can never shut up about YouTube for real estate because I'm probably one of the most pot-invested humans that's ever been created for YouTube for real estate. I know there's other people who do it. I do. But nobody's traveled the entire country doing it. Nobody started from where I was and, and figuring out the YouTube vlogs and how to do it and how to delegate and, and grow these businesses like Jesse and I have. And so I love everything about it and I can talk it all freaking day. So when it comes to what you know in the real estate world, whether it's investing, new construction, luxury, whatever you love and you can speak all day, that's what you need to be focusing on in all your content. It makes shooting videos more enjoyable and it makes you attract your ideal clients. Those are the ideal clients that actually want to work with you. And so when you do a kick-ass job because you love what you do, then they refer more business to you. So the other aspect of this was, hey, you may have to turn down some business from people that you don't want to work with. You know, we're always told you got to close every deal. Well, we found that, you know, turning down pain in the butt uh, clients has actually helped us grow our business because we're not focusing all of our attention on these people that need all of this this stuff. We'll just, you know, refer that out and collect a check. And then we work with the people that we freaking love. So you know, listening to her today talk about more of Instagram being a, you know, a personal play than, than, you know, all real estate. I love hearing that. So, um, her, her name is Michelle Berman. You can go to our Facebook group and see, you know, probably a replay on that, or at least get her contact info. If you want to go all in on Instagram, I'm going to try and get her on this channel too, to, uh, you know, kind of go over a lot of that stuff as well. But now I hear some questions coming up. You guys, there's a ton of you in the audience, a few likes, hit that like button. And if you are new and you want to grow a real estate YouTube channel, I've built 13 across the country for over 200 home sales in 2021 alone. And the best part is I give it all away for free on this channel. So make sure you subscribe, click the bell so you're notified every time I do a new video and stack me up with questions. Let's go. I only got two questions. So if that's it, I will go. Um, and you can, you can ask more questions than one. You can really keep going. Living in Chicago, how important is the description for channel optimization for SEO?
Oh, okay. So that is a question that I have to kind of unpack and maybe you should uh, ask it again. Are you talking about the actual description of what the channel's about or are you talking about the description of each individual video? How important is the description for channel customization? So the way that I'm taking this is that the description is your about section. And I think it's very important for SEO and optimization. The one thing I don't want you to be in there is like a keyword stuffer. And hey, this is all about moving to Chicago, Illinois, Chicago, Illinois, living in, you know, and just like kind of packing that stuff in there. You can actually kind of take what I talked about at the beginning of this, but like, hey, you're thinking about moving, relocating to Chicago, Illinois or the suburbs, and you want to know everything about what it's like to work, eat, sleep, live, play. That's what this whole channel's about, is all about Chicago living. So now I've kind of got the keywords in there. Hey, the whole channel's about it, and that's what's going to inevitably make people subscribe to your channel. See, this is something that early on when I started, all the marketers and realtors out there were teaching that this about section needs to be about you, and the channel needs to be about you, and the descriptions need to be about you, and that your links and your squeeze pages and your phone numbers and your emails need to be all over this so people can reach out to you and you can squeeze page and convert these people. That was the biggest mistake I made at the beginning. The YouTube channel is about what your content is. It's not about you, right? It's about living in Chicago, Illinois, the suburbs. So that's when I rebranded the whole channel from my name to living in Portland, Oregon, um, which helped us with SEO. And now you see thousands of these living in channels across the country was when the day I realized that the channel wasn't about me, it was about Portland, Oregon. So I changed the name, I changed the description, and that's what inevitably helped us you know, rank our, our videos. But also when people come, they watch a video, now they go to my description. It's not all about me and sales. Hey, if you want to learn everything about Chicago, Illinois, that's what this channel is about. I'm going to be shooting weekly videos telling you everything about what it's like to work, eat, sleep, live, play. You know, that's my verbiage, but it's all about the channel. And then when you have that, hey, if you're moving to Chicago, Illinois, and you want to know what it's like living in Chicago, Illinois, now you're covering your bases on all your SEO to help that, that channel rank. So yes, it's very, very, very important to make sure you have those keywords in there and that your channel about section or description is about the channel, not you. The redhead agent. Okay, so I'm starting a YouTube channel this year. What are your thoughts on the title being living in versus my brand name, the redhead agent? This is what my Instagram and website are. I'm not opposed to it. I actually kind of dig, you know, the redhead agent. I just kind of went into and scratched the surface on why I used living in Portland, Oregon. I could build a channel that's A, B, C, D, E, F, G. That's the title, the chain, the name of the channel, and I'll still crush it. But what I found out was, you know, living in Portland, Oregon, one, when we name something just us, right? If it's just Jackson Wilkie or, you know, the redhead agent, then it really boils down to like, it's my business and it's tougher to delegate or even sell that business down the road, right? So this was a big thing on branding that we kind of discovered and, and you know, it was what me and Jesse talked about was that if we kind of generalize this thing and, and call it something a little bit more, um, you know, general instead of somebody's name, instead of like John Smith real estate team, then it's easier for us to delegate that, that business out. It's not just all focused on us. And it also gave our YouTube channel valuations of over $10 million because we proved that we don't have to be the ones to close the business, answer the phone calls. But I'm okay with like the redhead agent. If you want to brand that, you've already got the Instagram 
sure, go ahead and do it. The cross-pollination of taking, you know, your YouTube link and putting it in all your your Instagram feeds and your Facebook lead, it's going to be really bad. It's going to hurt. You're going to want to find both Instagram and YouTube organic followers. So you're going to want to really make sure you keep those things separate. But you could take a lot of your longer form videos from YouTube you know, cut it into clips and repurpose that on Instagram. Just never, ever, ever share your link. But if if that's the brand you want to go with, I hey, go go with it. It's not going to really make or break you as long as your content and your YouTube channel is about your city and not just you, the redhead agent. A lot of people are going to be searching about your city and what it's like to be there, not searching you specifically. So you've got to make sure the channel is all about your city. The description's all about your city, but you can name it, you know, yourself. That That's fine. But yeah, there, there we, I, I named our channel living in Portland, Oregon. One, once I realized YouTube was not about me, it was about the city. And so when subscribers came and they saw some videos about Portland, Oregon and some vlogs I did, and then they go to my channel and it said living in Portland, Oregon. And the about section was all about, Hey, this channel is about Portland and, and I'm going to do tons of videos on it. And hey, if you are moving here, reach out to me. That's when it all made sense to me that all these marketers and realtors were teaching it wrong. Um, the YouTube channel really needs to be about and focus on the city. That's how you get optimal you know, subscribers, viewers, and ultimately clients at the end of the day. I got just a few more questions, guys, and then uh, it looks like that's it for today. So you guys, there's 15 of you out in the audience, only five likes. So hit the like button so we can get more people in here and stack me up with questions. I don't care where you're at. Some of you are brand new today. Ask me more questions. Let's get these things going. So how do I add a subscribe link? Can you explain the links on the banner? There's five links. Okay, so let's talk about this. Again, I love these questions, by the way. These are like my favorite questions when we get back to the nitty gritty. A lot of this is what I unearthed early on that went 100% against what YouTube teaches and what every marketer teaches. So yes, what she's talking about and they have a new tab called the customization tab where you can do all of this in there. But when you go to the customization tab, customization tab, you have the ability to, you know, edit your about section and down on the bottom, there's room for five links. That's where I was taught back in the day to put my landing pages, my squeeze pages, my website, my everything, right? Well, I did that and it was completely wrong. What I have there is just a subscribe button. So what you need to do is, is write this down, okay? So your first link on your channel art, when you go there, it says you have five links. Your very first one on the left for the title of it, you're gonna write subscribe here in all capital, okay? And then that, that box next to it is the link that people can click where you're just gonna go to your home page of your YouTube channel. You're gonna hit copy on that. You're gonna copy your URL and you're gonna paste it in that box. So now when people see your home screen, it says subscribe here up top and they can click it and it actually goes to your channel. Well, here's the super secret mousetrap to get people to subscribe and not just go to your channel. After you paste your URL into that box, you're going to write question mark sub, which is SUB, sub underscore confirmation equals one. And what that does is it actually makes a notification pop up that forces people to subscribe instead of just going to your YouTube channel. That is the only banner I have in there. If we have all of these squeeze pages, landing pages, and we're getting people off of the YouTube platform, YouTube's going to hurt you. This is why I got rid of all of my links, everything. I just want people calling me, reaching out to me. And I also want people binge watching my YouTube content because that is feeding the algorithms with all of the data and the information that I want so that it starts mass suggesting 
all of my YouTube videos out to more people just like that. So if we have all of our social links and all that stuff in there, and we're taking people off of YouTube and, and putting them onto other platforms, YouTube's going to penalize that us for that. People go, Jackson, well, YouTube tells you to share your videos across all social media. It kills you. But think about what YouTube's doing. If you go and share your YouTube video on Facebook and Instagram and people click on that, boom, YouTube just stole that traffic and brings them over. They're probably not going to watch your video, but it's so smart. They're going to put a video in front of them that they will actually watch and keep them on their platform to feed ads. So that's my opinion of why YouTube wants you to share your videos across other socials just to steal traffic. But what it does is it kills us as creators. So I don't share that anywhere. And when it comes to my banner, I'm only going to have one link. Subscribe here. That's all I want at the end of the day. That is the gold. And that's why we you know, grow these channels so fast and get so much real estate business from them. So awesome question. All right. So one more from them. Channel name question. Living in Chicago, Illinois suburbs versus Chicago, living in Illinois, Chicago, Western suburbs. Are those too long? Do you AB test the channel names with TubeBuddy? I don't know. I wouldn't AB test. And again, you're kind of overthinking it. To be honest, I would probably just do, you know, living in Chicago, Illinois, something like that. Again, the the focus is Chicago, Illinois. I can't name one suburb outside of Chicago, period, you know, and that's what a lot of people move in there. They don't know these suburbs. So your goal is really describing what Chicago lifestyle is like and then telling them all the different areas. So I would focus more on just Chicago, Illinois, and then you can throw But, you know, you can throw the suburbs in there if you want, but like the Western suburbs, I don't even know why it's Western suburbs. I don't know what Western suburbs there are. Is there Eastern suburbs or is it just right on the border, you know, right there of the lake? There is no Eastern suburbs, whatever it is. I don't know that. So um, I think you're kind of overthinking it with it, with a driver of it's just Chicago. Hey, there we go. There's our Grand Junction peeps. Uh, just start. Your YouTube videos will suck. Trust me, but people don't care. After 10 videos, you're golden. That's right. You will get better and better and better as you go um the hardest part is getting those first few out you think you suck well you're gonna suck on camera i did i still feel like i do but you got to just continue to shoot and shoot and shoot you'll get more confident more more comfortable and you will get way more business just like they did they're, they're crushing it over there so mary says so if i understand correctly then the youtube channel should never be shared on instagram or facebook not even in the comment section you are right Never, ever, 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 ever share that. And I know it still gets taught today. There's a lot of YouTube realtors out there. They don't grow real estate YouTube channels. There's a lot of marketers out there. They don't grow real estate YouTube channels. They don't understand the analytics, the data like I do. And there's even Facebook groups out there for YouTube for realtors where it's a, hey, share your video. We'll all comment and like and subscribe. It's all BS and it crushes your channel. And now you're feeding your videos in front of a bunch of real estate agents and the algorithm are going, okay, these people are kind of just clicking it and not watching it, even though they're supposed to. And now I'm trying to find other people more like these people because that's who's watching it and they don't care about it. So that's what killed my channel to start. And I have a whole like explanation on this. I can show you channels side by side where we've shared them in the groups and all that. And they just flatline, they get their ass kicked, the click through rates, the average view durations are terrible and they never really get into suggested and browse and then channels that I allow to go just organically and within the first three to six months we start getting hundreds of thousands if not millions of impressions because at the end of the day I want three views from people who search and find my video rather than three million views of me having to go out there and pay for views and force views and all that because those three views of people searching and finding my content is what feeds the algorithm the information it needs and then it starts recommending it to more people like that 
who actually want my videos and that's when everything grows so i know it gets taught out there but it's disgusting it doesn't work and it kills your youtube channel so don't share them across any social media platforms be patient let the algorithms work for you they're way smarter by the way and plus if you actually look at your data your analytics like i do and study them my average view durations on my suggested videos sometimes are 10 and a half, 11 minutes on average. Sometimes I get 15 minute average view durations on suggested videos, whereas my search is only about six and a half to seven minutes. So I'm getting twice as long, you know, three times as long of the average view duration on suggested videos. So why wouldn't I allow the algorithms to place my videos in front of people most likely to watch them? The only way that happens is by allowing the algorithms to get the information needed, not forcing it. So don't pay for, for views. Don't pay for subscribers. Don't drop your videos everywhere. Don't drop your channel everywhere. Just let it go organic. All right. Do you have any best practices for thumbnail art? I do. I absolutely do. Okay, so when it comes to a thumbnail, um, you can kind of see my channel in the background. Here's exactly what you want to do on your YouTube thumbnail, okay? So a lot of times what we see is, you know, we're going to have a title like pros and cons of living in Houston, Texas. And then in the, the thumbnail, we're going to have pros and cons of living in Houston, Texas. And we're going to have a little picture of us or whatever. Uh, I think that's a huge waste of space. The pros and cons is already in your title. So why say it again? I'm going to have something like I can't take it. Or could you live here, question mark? These are all things that I've split test thousands of times, these thumbnails. But here is what YouTube says it wants and what I have gone through with all of my thumbnails. First of all, it says, if possible, a close up of the human face. One third of the thumbnail should be of the human face. I am getting closer and closer and closer up into that thumbnail. In fact, I'm finding that really just my head, a big old picture of it with like a pissed off, like, ah, look, uh, those are getting the best click-through rates. One of the biggest mistakes I see, especially in the real estate world, is we want to get all of this verbiage into our thumbnails because we need the people to go and look and read at our thumbnail and click it. And if I get all that information in that thumbnail, they'll click it. It's actually the opposite. When you go to Amazon Prime or you go to Netflix, you're looking at, in fact, Netflix just ran a study about this and it's the same thing with YouTube, but less than a second, people are looking at thumbnails. So they're going that quick. So if it's a bunch of words, they are scrolling right past it. You've got to quickly one big picture, maybe a frightening face that stops them and two to three big popping words. That is it. Sometimes you don't even need words. You can just have a really high res picture behind you and your face. It just works better. It captures people's attention and uh, mad faces, pissed off faces, you know, frowns, that kind of stuff works better. So what I'm really looking for, a close-up of the human face or body, maybe just your shoulders and just up tight in that picture, two to three words, maybe four max, um, and really bright colors. You got to be able to read it, you know, on cell phone, those big cell, um, you know, one of the big mistakes, again, I see is 10, 15 words in there, one tiny little human in the bottom right, and they're just really low click-through rate uh, thumbnails. Great questions, guys. You guys keep them coming. I actually got a ton of you in the audience now, so make sure you are hitting that like button. I'll stay here for as long as you need, so ask me any question you have. I've grown 13 YouTube channels across the country. If you've seen a living in channel or a real estate YouTube channel, it's probably from my teachings, so I give it all away 1,000% free, and I have for over the past three years with hundreds of videos. So if you want to grow your real estate YouTube channel, click the uh, subscribe button and the notification bell so you don't miss a thing. And I go live just like this every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. So put it in your calendar and come ask me anything. All right. So how do you multi-purpose long-form content into short-form content? 
what platforms do you put short form content into? Um, I currently don't do any of it except for this channel. So for this channel, I actually take a lot of edit. Like these questions right here, I will cut those down and and put and I don't do it. I have a VA do it and put them into TikTok. I don't think, you know, TikTok is an area or any kind of the short form content is an area to sell homes. You know, I've mastered long form content. I love long form content. And I realize that when everybody, anybody or myself has to make a major purchase decision or a major life decision, I go to a search engine to learn more about that. And sometimes I spend days, weeks, months, even years researching, trying to get all the information I can because it's such a major decision. So that's where I find the majority of our clients go to is, you know, I would be heavily invested into blog writing. If you hate video, you know, you know, search engines is where you need to be. So I don't take any of our real estate content and, and repurpose it. I think if I had just one channel, I probably would do that. I'd have a VA do it for me. But the majority of my short form content, like on Instagram or something, would actually just be lifestyle stuff about me. They're going to go to my YouTube channel. In fact, this is what I do at my Instagram. You're going to find nothing but me, you know, usually messing around with my kiddos, cooking barbecue, golfing, being funny videos, whatever. I am just 100% myself because a lot of people go to my YouTube, they see my videos, and then they go to my Instagram to see who I am. Not if I'm a, a real estate agent. They just kind of, okay. I, I like his videos. I want to know more like if I want to work with him. That's what 2022 real estate is. It's more of the, I just want to find somebody I like. I don't care how many homes they've sold, whatever. I just want to fit in, you know, fit that personality. So my Instagram's all about me. So I don't do any short form, you know, cutting of, of any videos and put it there. My long form videos and the way that I speak in them are made for YouTube, you know, I've done it thousands of times and learned the right way to talk on those videos. And that's where I keep it. And so when people have to make major life decisions, they go to search engines to learn about it. If they're moving to Houston, Texas, and it's like, oh my God, I got a new job. I got to go to Houston, Texas. They don't go right to TikTok and search that. They go to YouTube and go, where do I live in Texas? What's the best areas to live in Texas? What's the best master plan communities? Where's the best areas for families? Like they want to know it. They want to see it. They want to view it. They don't go to TikTok and search that stuff. So um, my big proponent is just long form content. But if I was, I would, you know, have some of those clips, maybe, you know, uh, on Instagram reels. And then I would be more of myself, more of a lifestyle, like show my lifestyle in my videos. All right, let's keep rolling here. All right, living in Kansas City says, did you just generate leads on YouTube when you started? I'm struggling to get business until my channel explodes. Hell no, dude. That's the one thing people look at kind of like where I'm at in the sales now, but nobody knows the struggle that I had to truly figure this stuff out. Because like I mentioned in the day, like it was still said that you need to go do restaurant interviews and then you need to share that onto Instagram and Facebook and YouTube. So I did hundreds of videos. I didn't close YouTube deals for like over a year. I was cold calling, door knocking, open houses, and I hated every freaking second of it. I almost quit real estate. Like I couldn't stand real estate and the traditional ways of getting business. And when I entered, the whole big rave was all this digital mayor thing. So I did it too, man. I did digital mayor like you've never seen. I did a 30 for 30. Every day for 30 days, I went to a new spot in my city and did a big old vlog video, man. I worked my ass off, dude. I shot hundreds of restaurant interviews. I went and did school interviews. I did everything and never, I still to this day have never gotten one call from any of that crap. So that's why I'm so like, you know, hardcore on, on like, Hey, this is what works and this is what doesn't. And it, it kind of blackballs me out there in the real estate community as there's these 
real estate YouTubers who have never created a real estate YouTube channel, yet they teach what you're supposed to do on YouTube and they're, you know, king or crowned is like the, the goats, but it's like, dude, you haven't done it. And none of that stuff you're teaching works. And so I've had a lot of frustrated clients too. go, dude, I've, I've done all the teachings and the digital mayor and the, and the interviews and none of that works. So long story short, dude, no, man, I, I struggled. The, the real backstory of what happened was like me and Jesse, you know, we're doing a lot of the same stuff together. He was a killer or real estate agent, did cold calling and did like 12 million his first year. So he was very, very, very good at business and real estate. I sucked at it. And when I was making no money and getting zero business and trying to do all these traditional things that I sucked at and I hated, I was never going to build a business that way. But I shot videos every single day about all sorts of different, I vlogged my real estate life. I vlogged 30 for 30s. I did restaurant interviews. I did all this. And Jesse's like, look, dude, you're putting in so much work. Like something's gonna go, but you're not making any money. You got two kids third on the way. Let me give you a piece of my business. Just be my assistant. You can go get lock boxes, pick up signs, and I'll give you 25% of my deals until whatever you do, something's gonna take off. Once your business matches mine, we'll go 50-50. So I went down painful, painful, painful path of all these videos, but that's why I got so obsessed with YouTube. I got obsessed. I did it every single day. I studied it every day. I split tested thumbnails, titles. I invented these scripts, these calls to action, everything that you see, the whole living in I started. That was all of my crazy, crazy, crazy obsession was learning that. So I got my ass kicked really, really hard. And for a long time to figure all this stuff out, you know, for, for thousands of agents doing it. And some agents are starting this stuff within weeks and closing deals. So it's pretty cool to see, but no, man, I, I really got my ass kicked to start. And I would say, you know, I mean, besides what Jesse's business gave me my first full 12 months, I think I brought in two deals myself, you know, because eight to 10 months of it, I wasn't doing the proper YouTube videos. So, and I was sharing them all across social media. And so I was just feeding my YouTube videos to a bunch of realtors and, and, you know, friends and family who didn't care about it. So yeah, man, it's a struggle. It's tough. Even I have some YouTube channels now that still just don't produce as much, you know, but I know in year one, year two, year, or year two, year three, they're going to be just massive amounts of business. So in the meantime, if you're not getting business now, instead of wasting your time, cold calling, doing all that, double down, do two videos, do three videos, do four videos a week, get obsessed with it, get better, get longer. I guarantee it will grow your business a million times faster than just trying to fill the void right now with a onesie twosie deal and doing open houses. So take a personal loan out or whatever you got to do, but shoot three videos a week, four videos, get better at YouTube videos and you will build a hundred deal a year YouTube channel in you know a year or two, I guarantee it. But this is also, we're partnering with agents all across the, the country and, and, and around the world, five different countries. So if you want like the playbook, how we grow our channels, our real estate partners at eXp, this is who I'm investing all of my time in. Here's exactly what to do. Here's how to do it. Here's how to get efficient. Here's how to delegate. Here's how to shoot these videos. Here's what to say. We want you to explode. The more you grow, the more we grow. So if you want to learn how to 10X your business through YouTube and delegation, hey, partner with us. Shoot me an email, jackson at realagentnow.com. Uh, shoot my uh, an email. We can talk more about the partnership too. Sorry, I had to go on a little tangent there about my story. Um, I don't get to talk about that much. All right, when shooting the video, should I just keep rolling even if I stumble and edit later or reshoot? All right, great, great, great question. I have had agents literally tell me that if they fumble a word, mess up, they stop the camera and they'll restart the entire video. First of all, 
how many words have I fumbled since you guys have been watching me now for 32 minutes and 25 seconds? I have fumbled words. I have like completely paused. My camera came unplugged. And guess what? You're still here watching because you want that information. So first of all, if you have minor mess ups, fumbled words, whatever, I'll keep that stuff in there. I'm like, oh my gosh, what am I trying to say? I can't think of anything. Comment down below. That completely personalizes me. People are like, oh my God, this guy's normal. He's real. So I leave some of that stuff, but hell yeah, here's exactly how I do stuff. All right, so let's say I got a list for my video and I'm reading through 10 things you need to know before moving to Houston. I'm like, okay, so got my notepad right here so I can stay on track. Number one, it is hotter than hell here in the summer. Obviously, that's nothing new, but I'm telling you, it's hot. I won't sugarcoat anything when you open up a pizza oven at 425. That's what it feels like in August. So if you don't like the heat, don't move to Houston. All right, then I'll take a break. I'll read number two. I'll collect myself and I go, all right, so number two on the list and that little, you know, space in the middle where I stopped, I'm going to edit that out real quick or my editor is going to edit that out. If I fumble my words, I usually just say, hey, editor, stop real quick. You know, let's edit this out or let me start over. I'll collect myself, look in the camera and I go again. One long clip. It makes it so much easier to uh, edit that. And now, you know, especially when I'm getting it off to editors, I don't have 20 clips and here piece it all together. It's all just one big long one. And I might even stop and be like, hey, editor, hey, stop right here. You know that B-roll that I have of the signs of downtown Houston? Make sure you drop that in right now because I'm going to talk about it. Okay, so we were just downtown the other day, you know, the cool Houston, Texas sign, and then they'll drop that B-roll in there. So, yeah, just keep it in there. Stay composed. And as you shoot more and more and more videos... You're going to basically just start one taking everything I do. I just one take now and I just get those videos off to the editors. All right. I think I got a record out there of people, but not likes. Let's see if we can get over 20 likes on this video. So if you are out there, haven't hit the like button yet, hit it. Let's get more people in here. Ask me any question you got. If you are wanting to grow a YouTube for real estate channel, I got you. Mary says, I'm going to create my real estate channel soon. What do you use to edit and use B-roll and those words that pop up while talking? So let's talk about that. First of all, I've got a lot of videos on this channel, Mary, um, you know, that explain. In fact, I have an over an hour long video probably six months ago that like start to finish. Here's how you start a channel. Here's what, what you need. So don't get overwhelmed when it comes to editing. If you just cannot edit, you don't know how to edit. I would look to start delegating that right away. Um, that is, you know, I've taught thousands of agents and 99% of them don't even get going because of editing, shooting videos, editing. It holds people back. If it's something that you just can't do, don't want to do, and it's going to hold you back from shooting videos, go to Fiverr. Find somebody for $30, $40 and have them start editing your videos for you. Two, you know, when you talk about building these channels out and having B-roll, that is another thing that, you know, again, if you don't know how to edit, it can be very painful. It's kind of tough to learn. I did it. I self-taught myself to do the real estate vlogs. You know, that's why the whole logo in the back is me with a GoPro. I invented the real estate vlog. So I had to learn how to do all that. But, you know, a lot of the B-roll, instead of, you know, getting stock footage or paying for it on these websites, you're just going out and, and gaining or getting that B-roll, right? You go, you're talking about a main shopping area. Hey, you know, people love living here because it's suburb living, yet you're completely self-sustained. You've got the Costco's, you got the Target's. I'm just going to drive by and have my arm out the window and get that B-roll and label it for my editor. They'll drop that B-roll in for me. Third, you talked about the, the text that pops up. You don't need that crap for YouTube. That's just a flashy thing, you know, for TikTok, for Instagram reels that people, and, and here's the, the cool thing. 
everybody says, oh, you need captions, you need captions. Yeah, you need it for Instagram and TikTok because those are entertainment platforms where people are on those to waste time. So they're in areas where they don't want the sound on and you need captions. They're in the bathroom. They're at their kid's soccer game. Instead of watching their kid, they're on TikTok. Disgusting. And that is why we need captions on those videos. But when you truly want to learn something and you go to a search engine, then you listen to the damn video because you're in that mind. You have 20 minutes to spare, and so you don't need the captions. But the good news is YouTube transcribes your video for you and auto-populates captions for you. So you don't need them on YouTube videos. And and by the way, YouTube does it for you. For anybody who is hearing impaired or whatever, they have the auto-generated captions, but you don't need the big ones that pop up while you talk. That's just a play for you know TikTok, Instagram stuff. Mary says, I appreciate your honesty. I'm new to real estate and was told to do those restaurant reviews and neighborhood videos. People will watch, but no biz from that. Yeah, it's I went through that path too. It's just, it sucks what some of these real estate agents teach and they've never done it. Like to go out and say, oh, here's the five videos you must do. And you look at all their stuff and they've never done it. They're just literally taking that from somebody else. And I was the one who busted that theory. It didn't work. I was just honest with people. I'm like, look, I've shot hundreds. Like I got obsessed. I shot them all. I got a lot of handshakes. I got a lot of, oh my God, what you're doing in this community is the most amazing thing. But I got this many phone calls from it. And I'm going to tell you right now, the most awkward thing you will ever do in your professional career is go to a restaurant and do an interview. The restaurant owner is very, very, very bland. You're trying to get information out. You're like, oh my gosh, how'd you come up with the idea for that pita? That's amazing. He's like, yeah, dude, it's a franchise. They just tell me to make them. Like it is so freaking awkward. And anybody buying, selling a house or moving to your city, are they ever going to search Johnny's Pita Pit? No. If you were moving to Coeur d'Alene, Idaho right now, my old hometown, would you search Hudson's Hamburgers? I know Huddy's. It's been there for 100 plus years. They do got the best burgers. But does that help you in any way move to North Idaho? Nope. So it doesn't work. And maybe you get your face out there and you become this community person, but I didn't get any business from it. So I like to mention that. I'm going to build content that answers the consumer's question. Hey, what's been going on right now? COVID, you've been working from home. The first month, it was really cute. You were shoulder to shoulder with your hubby or your wife. And I thought, oh my gosh, working from home, so great. Two months in, you're like, get me the hell away from my hubby or my wife. Where can I move to to get that extra bedroom? Where can I get a little bit more space to get my own office? Well, that's what we're talking about today, where you can find that extra bedroom for you know the most affordable price here in Chicago, Illinois. So stay tuned. That spoke right to the hearts of so many people, not Hi, my name's Jackson Wilkie. I'm the greatest realtor in in the world. And I'm going to do a restaurant interview today and talk about pitas. Does that help? Nope, it don't help. So that's what I want you guys to focus on is content marketing, answering the consumer's questions about buying, selling real estate. And when you're going to answer the consumer's questions, that means they're searching it on search engines, not TikTok. This is also stuff we're helping people too, Mary. I mean, anybody who wants help, wants to learn directly from us and partner with us, I give you my course for free. We have all live trainings, coaching with me, coaching with Jesse about stepping out of production, scaling your business. We are partnering with agents at eXp. So just shoot me an email, jackson at realagentnow.com to learn more about our partnership. All right, let's get to more of these questions. Hey, we hit 20 likes, guys. Good job. Freaking awesome. All right. What other questions you got? There's my email for everybody if you want that. Jackson at realagentnow.com. What's a good strategy to convert keywords into good titles? All right. Well, this is pretty easy. This is actually something I just shot a video on, keywords everywhere versus TubeBuddy, but really explains how I developed my process of what videos to shoot and why certain keyword research tools 
may lead you down a disappointing road. Um, so that video is going to be coming out really soon. But here's where we overthink everything. We think that we need to find this video or this title that has maybe five, six, seven, eight words in it that people search. Like, you know, best areas to live in Portland, Oregon. Yeah, that kind of gets searched, you know, a lot. But what I've actually learned that is that living in Portland, Oregon or moving to Portland, Oregon is what is searched all the time. What I put before or after that really is just to entice people to click. So at the end of the day, all I'm trying to find is video titles like living in Beaverton, Oregon or moving to Beaverton, Oregon. And what I'm going to put in front or behind that is what's going to make people click. 27 reasons you would not want to live in Beaverton, Oregon, right? Nobody searches 27 th reasons you would not want to live in Beaverton, Oregon, but they're going to search living in Beaverton, Oregon. My de descriptions, my SEO is going to have that in there. My tag is going to have that. So I'm going to rank for living in Beaverton, Oregon. And that number one video pops up now. It's 27 reasons not to move to Beaverton, Oregon. That just makes people go, holy crap, I got to click that. What are the 27 reasons? And then I shoot a very good, long, honest video. That's how I inevitably rank for Beaverton, Oregon is what I'm trying to rank for. What I put before after is just how I get people to click. So I got, if you go to my home screen of this channel, uh, I have TubeBuddy tutorials. So I have a lot of videos where I go through in depth exactly how to use TubeBuddy so that you can find these incredible titles. But more importantly, what other people don't teach you, how to optimize your videos so that you can rank these videos. That's the gold with YouTube. Jonathan Welch says, I posted my first video last week doing exactly what you say to do. And I've already got my first reach out from a buyer in Germany. I wish I would have posted one video and got a reach out. I posted hundreds of them, all the wrong videos that all these marketers and all these realtors taught that don't work. So that's what I love. I've had all the pain points. I've done all the hard work to tell you that crap doesn't work. If you follow the way that I teach you and do these kind of videos where you're answering the consumer's questions and you're being yourself on camera and you allow yourself to, you know, optimize these videos and, and to get these videos to rank, you're going to get reach outs. It works. And you get reach outs from dream clients. They've already watched your video. That means they don't think you're annoying. That means they actually like your personality. And that's why they're reaching out. They just want to find somebody they can trust and that they can work with. They don't care how long you've been in real estate. I've only sold two houses personally, but I've brought in over 300 homes, so, uh, home sales from my YouTube videos, just being myself. So yes, these platforms are amazing. If you follow this recipe that I teach in this channel, you'll have success too. All right, let's keep them going. The keyword doesn't need to be the name of the title, does it? Well, I think you got the keywords a little bit mixed up. Keywords are everything, right? A keyword and what I discovered for real estate is basically the city and the suburb, right? That's what everybody's searching. I discovered a long time ago, long, long, long time ago, that you know some people teach keywords everywhere, which is a keyword research tool. When I searched Beaverton, Oregon in there, it was only searched or it was searched 35,000 times a month in Google pulls from the Google search bar. When I went to TubeBuddy and I typed in Beaverton, Oregon, it was searched 375,000 times a month. So it was searched 12 times more a month in YouTube than it was Google. That was the day I realized, oh my gosh, everybody wants to see Beaverton, Oregon. They don't want to read about it. And there's 80 million blogs about it, but there was no YouTube videos about it. So I started the real estate vlog. I invented it. I started going out in the community and saying, hey, you're searching all about Beaverton, Oregon. Well, I'm going to do a full vlog tour. I'm going to show you what it's like to work, eat, sleep, live, play right here in Beaverton. So stay tuned. 
oh my gosh, they search Beaverton, Oregon in YouTube because it was searched 375,000 times a month. They find my video and it's, hey, here's exactly what it's like to work, eat, sleep, live, play. Oh my God, that's the exact video I wanted. So that's how I kind of cracked the code and the keywords were Beaverton, Oregon. Living in Beaverton, Oregon, full vlog tour, that never gets searched, but that is what I have found gets people to click. When they see living in Beaverton, Oregon, full vlog tour, they're like, oh my God, that's what I want. Like it just, it, it works in their mind. I've split test this thousands of times and that's why you see you know those video titles a lot. Have you ever brought on a guest on your living in channels to enhance the content time with picking a local's brain or their perspective of the area? So we've done a lot of like partner videos, like me and Jesse will go back and forth. Um, you know, any of the partners that I kind of partner with, you know, I'll, I'll do some videos with, but at the same time, I kind of stay away from, you know, anybody who's not on the team. Like I'm not going to get a local florist or a local restaurant owner, any of that stuff. Maybe somebody who's moved to my area, I might interview them. But again, we, we get ourselves away from what the goal of YouTube is, right? Somebody is searching on YouTube what it's like to be in your area and what they want is somebody that they can look at and trust. So when we get the focus off of ourselves, this is what drives me crazy about podcasts. You know, people build all these podcasts and all they do is interview guests. Well, I want to relate with somebody, right? I'd rather just listen to a podcast of somebody giving solid information and earn or really build a relationship with that person. So you can do too much of it, I feel. And at the end of the day, uh, interviews a lot on YouTube, they just don't work that good because what do we always do? All right, okay. All right, we're on now. The, the record button's on and uh, yeah, welcome in. How was your weekend, Joey? Joey, was it good? Yeah, cool. Joey says it was good and oh, you had the burger. Cool, me too. You know, so like, we, oh my God, sometimes we talk for five minutes with this person about like, how was your weekend? You got to realize that a search engine is what is it like to live in Chicago, Illinois? And if you go on three, four minutes talking about what you did last weekend, then it just goes flat, right? And if it's 45 minutes of kind of slower stuff, it just goes flat. I want to be hooked right out of the gate. And I really want that information to be all about what I searched. And third, I want somebody that I can relate to so that I can reach out to them. So that's just kind of my take on it. Yeah, you can do some here or there, onesie twosie, but the focus of it needs to probably be on you. And if you have a business partner, you and that partner. Living in Fredericksburg, I love iMovie, easy to use the GoPro. iMovie is the single greatest editing platform on planet Earth. If you have Mac, if you don't have Mac, go buy a freaking Mac. Apple is the greatest. But yeah, iMovie, I have actually videos. You can go to this channel and type in iMovie tutorials. I have full editing videos, how to do real estate vlogs, how to add B-roll, how to do green screen, how to do slow motion, how to do speed up, how to do face colorations. It is a really cool video on how to do iMovie um, editing to make killer. I made all my real estate vlogs to start um, and I teach you that. So if you want to learn how to do iMovie editing, just go search it on this channel. What if I only want to attract sellers? YouTube seems to be the best for out-of-state buyers, right? Yeah, so, and this is something, Kyle, it's a great question and I get this all the time. And, you know, as real estate agents, we're always just slapped in the mouth with the only thing that matters is listings. You got a list to live. And here's where I kind of go against that. I was a new agent, one, so I needed to build a book of business. Two, my whole personality was not really with the whole selling of houses. So I do YouTube the way I want to. I hated negotiating. I hated trying to get people to sign listing contracts. I hated that. I was really good with just working with people and helping them find a house. So it just kind of fits who I am. 
So there's a few aspects to this. When you only want sellers, then you're probably gonna have to do some sort of lead generation or YouTube ads or Facebook ads and convert people. But that takes a ton of time and money and those end up being usually clients that, well, they don't really like us that much and they're not gonna refer. But I'm into building a legacy, right? Like a massive, massive business. You know, year one and a half to two and a half, you know, year one to two of, of YouTube, you know, we did about 40 million in sales. Last year we did 120. We're on pace to do a quarter billion in sales. And that's not all coming from out of state buyers. We're averaging four to six listings a month. These people don't know anybody else. And we kill it because we niche, we are who we are. We crush the YouTube sale on the buyer side in. They end up selling quick or or they got friends and family selling. Plus, we've given out, you know, 14 million in listing referrals to agents in different towns. So now that we're averaging all these listings in all these different markets. We've built this incredible, massive sphere with all of these YouTube clients and we crushed it with them coming in that now they're selling and buying new houses that we have all those listings coming. So I look at it more as like put in the time, build, you know, your boys and you know, you're in Denver, those guys there, they're having $15 million months from their YouTube channel and they are, you know, out of production and they're getting tons of listings from their past clients too. So if your whole goal is listings, it's probably going to be more of a lead generation or you're going to have to get onto YouTube and just do only listing seller style videos, but not like here's five cute little ways to paint your kitchen. It's more like, hey, you want to learn how to sell your house by yourself? We're in Denver, Colorado. Basically, you list a house, you're going to get 25 offers. So what the hell do you need a realtor for? Well, in this video, I'm going to tell you how you can do that or the top five biggest mistakes I've seen people make selling their house by themselves. And tell them the truth. It's probably going to take a long ass time to go. But over time, the algorithms will start kicking in and start placing those videos in front of people most likely to watch. But again, you know, local people in their market, they don't tip, typically go to YouTube to learn to sell their 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 uh, house, you know. So that's just one way. I love the out-of-state buyer. It's, it's my why. I also love building this massive business of people who know, like, and trust me so that they use me over and over and they refer us to everybody. So it's just kind of my take on it. You know, if somebody's going to get listings out of this, I, I want to see them go all in. I've, I've told this to probably 20 agents who say I only want listings. Then prove it. Go all in. Shoot three videos a week about selling your house in Denver on YouTube and just focus on that. And maybe after, you know, three months, six months, nine months, you start getting listings. And maybe after three years, it's just a lead machine on listings. I don't know, but I, I really focus on the stuff that I love to do. Do you record your audio into your DSLR when you are in studio or do you record it separately and sync it into the post? I like to eliminate as many headaches as possible. And so that was one of the big frustrations when I first started shooting video. I would pay a videographer and I had a little recorder in my back pocket and they had a video and they had to mesh it all together and it was just a huge pain in the ass. I found that if I can just get it all together in one whack, that's the best. So I have this Canon camera hooked up like you're seeing me right now as a web camera and it is hooked up to my camera. This microphone is plugged into my, uh, into my computer. So when I hit done, all the audio, everything is already synced together. So I don't like to add a bunch of additional steps. I'm not filming a Denzel Washington video. I have found out that if I just use a, a, a Rode Video Micro microphone on my camera or something like this, an external mic, and I just keep it in front of me, I'm gonna have killer audio and it's going to work and it's gonna make my job so much easier. So I try and eliminate anything that causes a major headache or, or you know extra steps. So I just hook up a camera or a microphone to my camera directly. 
So what about videos with mortgage persons about first time home buyers or things not to do or buy before closing? So it kind of works, you know? And at the end of the day, if that's your niche, then I would go all in on first time home buyers and I would have that, you know, in your title. But I've still found, you know, we have a ton of first time home buyers. We have a ton of retirees. We got everybody in between. A lot of their focus isn't on first time home buying. They're not searching that stuff. They're literally just trying to figure out where to buy. And then we walk them through that process. So I used to shoot those videos back in the day. They don't really get a lot of traction. You know, we did VA videos. We did that. We started leveraging our lender in our videos for his knowledge of the area. He was born and raised in areas. He's lived in multiple areas of Portland. So I started vlogging with him and he was telling me stories about, dude, when we were kids, man, this is where we used to hang out in the park. Then we had like baseball games. We'd come over here to Tommy Toppers and do pizza parties. It's like the ultimate family, you know, uh, suburb for that. And those videos blew up because it was now him just relaying his stories about what it's truly like to be in these areas. And that's how, you know, he built his. So I leverage my mortgage professional more on just their knowledge of the area instead of a first time home buyer stuff. I think, you know, and, and Mary, I know you're new. So a lot of a lot of our mindset is like, how can I attract people quickly? And how can I get with these people who need the knowledge? But at the end of the day, again, it's content marketing. It's all about your, you know, your area. It's about who you are. These people just want to find somebody they know, like, and trust and can work with. It's not all about like all these different home buyer programs and that kind of stuff. All right. So I understand using keywords in the videos, but keywords and tags, what's the difference? Don't the tags contain keywords? Okay, so a keyword is how you get your video discovered, right? This is a huge mistake that I found early on as well when I was shooting all the wrong videos, right? What were we told to do? Listing videos, restaurant videos, uh, and about me stuff. So <clears throat> has anybody ever in a million years just gone to YouTube and says, you know what? Today I'm gonna search 1897 West Songbird Lane, go. No, it doesn't happen. So listing videos do nothing, but all these marketers tell us you need to get all these listing videos out to YouTube. Well, why? It's not searchable. It doesn't have anything in it, right? Okay, well, what if I put new home for sale in Portland, Oregon? Okay, well, yeah, that actually has keywords of Portland, Oregon in it, but is that video evergreen? Is it teaching anybody anything? No, if it's just a listing video, it didn't answer the consumer's question. This is a search engine. So the keywords are, Portland, Oregon, right? Pros and cons of living in Portland, Oregon. Living in Portland, Oregon are your keywords. That's what people search. So that is what needs to be in your title so that it's found. Tags are something that are put in your video when you upload it down in the tag section. Now this can be misconstrued too. You're gonna put a bunch of tags and try and rank for stuff, but you really wanna just put a couple tags that support your title. So if I do pros and cons of living in Portland, Oregon, then I'm gonna take that and I'm gonna have that as my first tag. And then I'm also gonna have tags like living in Portland, Oregon. Uh, what is it like to live in Portland, Oregon? Uh, you know, living in Portland, moving to Portland, Oregon, those kind of things that support my video title. But the description is also where you need to put all of your information. This seems like a lot. Go to my home screen right now, click on my TubeBuddy tutorial playlist and go through that. I teach you exactly how to build all this stuff out so that you can rank these videos and so that you can optimize your channel for success. So I would do that and it'll make a ton more sense.
All right, so how do you feel about including your YouTube video link within CRM emails to leads and sphere of influence database? I think it's a terrible idea. I don't ever share my videos anywhere. I went super into depth on this at the beginning of this live. Sharing your emails anywhere is terrible. Let's say you do a top five reasons not to move to Denver, Colorado, and then you send it out to all of your leads and all of your sphere. They already either live in Colorado or you're already annoying them because you're email blasting them and they don't want to click it or they click on, click off. That is not a target audience, right? YouTube tells you to share your stuff because it wants to steal a bunch of traffic and bring them to YouTube. And then it actually feeds them videos that they really want and advertisements. But when you're doing this and they're clicking on, clicking off, or they're only watching a little bit, or they see that you know YouTube video and they don't click on it, that hurts your average view durations, that hurts your click-through rates, that lowers your channel ranking, that makes your YouTube videos, and it tells YouTube, hey, these are terrible videos, nobody's watching them. Well, they would be great videos if they went to the right audience, but since we're forcing them to an audience that doesn't want them, that's what we're telling YouTube. So it's the biggest misconception. It's really one thing that I have taught over and over. The one thing that I go against YouTube, I, I invented the don't share it on social media. I've spoke about this at VidFest, you know, big YouTube platforms and, you know, really raise some eyebrows, but it, uh, you know, once people follow it, they see their organic channels really explode. Where do you find content on areas you aren't familiar with? by just going into them. I, I've traveled to 13 different states, launching 13 YouTube channels, about eight of them. I've never even stepped foot in that state. And the one thing that I've mastered, and this is what I do with our EXP partners now, you know, we have EXP partners either just trying to grow their channel or, you know, trying to expand into other markets. I, I can train you how to get into this mindset because we want to know everything. We're going to do all this research, read all these blogs, get all this data, all this information, all these statistics. Nobody gives two shit about that, right? They really just want to know what is that area like? Would I like it? Would I not like it? And oh my gosh, this person told me to call them. They, they seem to know everything and they're going to help me. Oh my gosh, move to the right area. I got to reach out to them. So if I'm unfamiliar with an area, I'm just going to drive through it, look around, see what I like, see what I don't like, tell people all about it. But hey, this is why you reach out because you just tell me two, three things you like, you don't like about, you know, uh, an area. And I know exactly where you're going to like here in Houston, Texas. But the only way we can help, you got to reach out, right? So you got to just kind of drive through and, and show people what you're seeing, tell people what you're seeing. I don't care when the, the area was founded and what the median home prices are. None of that. I'm trying to figure out where is the best area for me to live and who can I trust and call? All right, we'll get to a few more here. This is a long one today, so I'm a little thirsty. Will you be speaking at any EXP engagements this year? I'm not sure on that. Uh, I might be, I should be, uh, but I'm not quite sure if I'll be. I, I'm going to speak in Nashville at the end of this month uh, for some event, and I got a couple other ones that I'm trying to get into, but uh, nothing that I know of yet. Do you have to have the top level membership with TubeBuddy to get anything out of it? I noticed you have talked a lot about split testing and seems to only be available on the 30 a month. Yeah, so you gotta pay for the highest version to split test. I think, you know, people split hairs on 30, $40, but like you're gonna build something that's gonna last forever, right? So if you're gonna upload a good YouTube video, then you better upload it correctly. You better optimize it fully. You better find the right tags. You better split test thumbnails. You want that thing to perform not only right out of the gate, but three years from now, I have had videos that 192 days in, flatline, 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 explosion, just massive explosion, tens of thousands of views because I optimized it correctly. And maybe out of the gate, it just wasn't something that got a lot of traction. Something happened. You know, I released it on a day where a lot of viewers didn't catch it. And so it, it kind of 
pigeonholed it. And then all of a sudden, like it starts recommending it to a couple people because the way that I've optimized it and the way that my descriptions and tagging are, and it has incredible results. And then it goes, Oh man, this does work good. And it starts recommending it more and more and more and more and more and more and more people watch it. And then boom, it takes off. So the thing about TubeBuddy is that if you just invest in it now and learn how to optimize all your videos, your descriptions, your tagging, you do it for a couple months, you'll master it to where you can scale off that high price. And I don't even use TubeBuddy anymore. I know exactly what I'm going to, uh, what titles I'm going to do, the descriptions, the tagging, the thumbnails. I know exactly what I'm going to do because I split test thousands of those things. So these are also things that, you know, I help our EXP partners with, with title. Hey, here, just shoot these video titles, say this stuff, it works. So if you do want to partner with us at EXP, get all my courses for free, get all our training, train with me personally, shoot me that email. There's my email on the screen, jackson at realagentnow.com. But TubeBuddy is what helped me to basically debunk all of the crazy marketers and realtors out there teaching YouTube the wrong way. Um, I found out that you know, through all the data analytics and what TubeBuddy taught me that what they were saying was completely false. So um, that's also why I learned not to share my stuff. Hey, Jackson, I enjoy your videos. Do you suggest a relocation guide? If so, any templates to help me out to get started? We don't really have like a, a relocation guide. Again, we just want these people reaching out to us directly. So the one thing we have incorporated in a lot of our cities because we're too busy having, you know, dozens of reach outs is like hotspots. So let's say you got five clients in town that weekend and you're having all these phone calls and you got people maybe, Hey, we're just kind of testing the waters. We may move, we may not, or we're going to check a place out, maybe move in six months or, Hey, we're just here looking and then we're going to buy in nine months. We make ourselves available and just say, Hey, we're here for you exactly when you want to buy. And what, you know, we've learned the areas that they may like their personalities and we give them a hot spot list. So, you know, four or five places in an area that we think fits them most because you all know what it's like to travel to an area you've never been to before. You're just trying to find a place to eat. You don't know where to go. It gets frustrating. So we give them that hotspot list and then they freaking love it. They always remember us. And that's why we get so many people coming in, like buying new construction homes and just writing our names down as their agent. It's crazy, but that's the value we add. And, and those hotspot lists really work. Alan, Nashville's ready for you. What up, A-Dub? Trey, the realtor says, do you get a lot of lease leads? Oh, rental leads. If so, does your team work with those leads or pass them off to someone else? So when it comes to lease and rental leads, basically in all of our markets, we filter them out. Hey, what's going on? You know, they reach out to us. Hey, you know, thanks for watching the videos. Are you looking to rent or buy? And they're like, Hey, we're just looking to rent. You know, we got a budget of 600 a month. Perfect. We actually don't work with rentals or not even listed in the MLS here. So if you want to look at rentals, go to zillowrent.com or hotpads.com. Perfect. Okay. Thank you. Or they go, hey, actually, we're kind of on the fence. We may rent for a little bit and then buy, or we may you know, rent for six months. We're not quite sure. Those people we get onto a Zoom call, 90% of them end up buying once they realize there's nothing to rent and we'll work that. In Houston, Texas, when we moved here, I had no idea that the rental market was so strong in a sense of like, by placing something in a rental, you actually get paid so well. So we built a rental division and we have actually two agents. They're, they're 10, 15 placing 10, 15 people a week is what they just said. And so we do that here in Houston where you can get, you know, a hundred percent of the first month's rent or sometimes certain apartments it's 200 or 250%. So if it's a thousand a month, you just made $2,500 placing them in there. So we're doing that here and then we're building that big, you know, kind of database of renters that will turn into buyers. So it just depends on your market. Most of our markets, you don't get anything for rentals. So we just kind of move them on. All right. This Q and a was stellar. I learned a lot. 
and you answered everyone's questions. Thanks for the transparency and contribution. Oh my gosh, this was good. Thanks and gracias. Hey, thank you. I'm here to answer everything. I'm a very honest guy. I tell you, you know, exactly, you know, what works, what doesn't. And it's through all the pain points. Uh, nobody's put in more work. Nobody's traveled the country like I have and started so many YouTube channels. I've gotten my ass kicked way more than anybody else. So I understand these hurdles that you guys, you know, are facing and I can help you guys with that. So I really, you know, have a good time answering this stuff. Today was an awesome one. I love, you know, getting a lot of the new people out here and answering, asking these questions. It usually brings up some of the best conversations. So I appreciate you guys too. I'm already an EXP agent with a different upline, just starting to build a YouTube channel. How can an agent from another team get coaching, content, training, or is it only your team now? No, so the benefit, as you know, at EXP is it's all in who you join and partner with. So if you are going to join EXP, you've always got to do a next level job interviewing multiple agents in different lines to see what benefits you get. Don't just join somebody to join. Hopefully you join somebody amazing who gives you tons of assets. But yes, what we do is we have bi-weekly training, uh, YouTube and agent attraction. And we also give you all of our courses for free. And anybody that joins you, which if you partner with me at eXp, anybody that partners with you that joins you six levels down, they also get my YouTube training for free too. So we want everybody to be successful. But if you're already at eXp, not in one of our downlines, then there's really no benefit to me giving it to you for free. So we do have a... Um, training. We got about 15 people in it right now. It's a mastermind training. Just go to channeljunkies.com to learn more about it. You can actually book a call on there uh, to learn more to see if that's a fit. So other than that, I got hundreds of videos for free on here teaching it. Um, but you can get our, our live training course and uh, all that on channeljunkies.com. And that, homies, was the last question comment today. If you are at all interested in partnering with us at eXp, it's no BS. We will give you our course for free, bi-weekly training. I want you to 10x your business. The more you grow, the more we grow. That's why we have over 300 partner agents already, and they're all taking their business to the next level. So, hey, it may be a fit. It may not. But at least you'll know. There's my email on the screen, jackson at realagentnow.com. Shoot me an email to learn more about that. But until the next live, homies, next Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time, by the way, every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. Until the next video, homies, we'll catch you later. Are you wanting to dominate on YouTube and scale your business like a boss? Oh, yeah. Check out our pro course in the show notes below or learn how to partner with us at eXp Realty to get exclusive access to all boot camps and courses. Plus, check out hundreds of free videos on how to dominate YouTube for real estate. Just search Channel Junkies on YouTube. Channel Junkies on YouTube. Until the next podcast, peace, homies. It's Brewski time.